This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution. That will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. One and one to Soto. Juan hits this one in the air to deep right center field. Call goes back. Looking up. Gonna go. Welcome back Juan Soto. Team leading ninth home run of the year, his third hit of the night, and the Padres extend the lead. It's 5-3. to three. Juan Soto returns to Washington, D.C., hits a home run, one of three hits tonight for Juan Soto as the Padres win it 7-4 over the Washington Nationals in the first game of this three-game series and the first game of this nine-game road trip. Hi, everybody. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game show inside our Padres Radio Network studios. Final totals here tonight for San Diego, seven runs, 12 hits, no errors, and for Washington, four runs, nine hits, and no errors up in down the lineup here tonight. Padres got contributions led by Juan Soto, who had a team-high three hits. Padres hit four home runs in this game, one by Soto, one by Xander Bogarts, one by Brandon Dixon, and one by Jay Cronenworth. You Darvish, six strong innings in this game, and the Padres led 3-0. The Nationals tied the game in the blink of an eye in the fifth inning, and then the Padres respond in a really, really good way, scoring one in the sixth inning, three more in the seventh inning, bullpens did the rest, and the Padres get a much-needed second consecutive win. The first time the Padres have won two consecutive games since May 3rd and May 5th. So the Padres, it had been a while since they won two in a row, but the Padres, after winning on Sunday at Petco Park, now they begin this road trip on a high note, a lot of things to smile about and we'll break it all down here on our post game show on the Padres radio network a lot to get to when we come back on the other side of this break we'll have our game recap play back all the highlights from this game also hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin in Washington and much much more to come your phone calls your tweets and all that good stuff coming up on a victorious post game show as the Padres beat the Nationals 7-4 we come back with our game recap and highlights after this on the Padres radio Radio Network. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire. By famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix.
Padres win it here tonight. The final score in Washington, the Padres 7 and the Nationals 4. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game show from inside our Padres Radio Network studios. Great to have you with us on this Tuesday evening. Hope you had a great day, great evening, and now enjoying a great Padres win. That's the great thing about the East Coast games is if the Padres win, you can enjoy it for the next couple of hours. Get some dinner, go to sleep with a smile on your face. Padres winning two straight games again for the first time since May 3rd and May 5th, Padres improved to 22 and 26 on the year. Nationals dropped to 20 and 28. A lot of good things to talk about in this game for the San Diego Padres. And we'll hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin coming up in just a little bit as well. So stay tuned for that. Let's begin our recap with our game highlights. Let's go through the biggest moments from today's game with our game highlights presented by the new El Cajon Ford Commercial Service Center, servicing all Fords up to F-750s and motorhomes. The big storylines heading into this game, well, among them, Juan Soto returning to Washington, D.C. once again, and Mackenzie Gore, the former Padres first round pick in 2017, former Padre making his first start against his former team. Padres got right to work against Mackenzie Gore in the first inning. Juan Soto hit a one out single. Xander Bogarts was next. 3-2 hit in the air to deep right field. Thomas is back. He is at the wall. He leaps up. It's going to go. An opposite field home run for Xander Bogarts. Seventh of the season. And after he did not muster a hit against Boston over the weekend, he comes to D.C. and gives the Padres a 2-0 lead. Yu Darvish took the early lead and ran with it. He faced nine batters in three scoreless innings to begin his outing. In the top of the fourth inning, Brandon Dixon led off. Left-hand pitcher, right-hand batter. First pitch swinging. Dixon hits one in the air to deep right center field. Alex Call goes back. Looks up. Gonna go. Brandon Dixon the other way. Over the big, tall wall here in Washington. Couple of rows up over that out-of-town scoreboard. And Brandon Dixon's first home run of the season will extend the Padre lead. It's 3 to nothing. It was Dixon's first home run in the major league since September 5th, 2019 with the Detroit Tigers in Kansas City. Hugh Darvish allowed a couple of base runners in the bottom of the fourth inning, but worked around it for a scoreless frame. Fast forward to the fifth inning. Padres still leading 3-0. There was one on with two men away for the former Padre, C.J. Abrams. Darvish a very long pause. Now the pitch, and Abrams hits it in the air, deep down the right field line. This one way back, going to go. Second deck over the Nationals' bullpen. C.J. Abrams, his fifth home run of the year, a two-run shot, and this is a one-run game. Then it was Lane Thomas. Darvish kicks and deals, and this one hit in the air to deep left field. Juan Soto goes back. He is at the wall, and it will go. Back-to-back home runs. C.J. Abrams and Lane Thomas, and this game is tied 3-3. Three to three. Tied in the blink of an eye. All the good the Padres did early in the game erased. We were tied at 3-3. Going to the sixth inning, the Padres would respond quickly against reliever Erasmo Ramirez. Rugnet Odor led off with a pinch hit single. Trent Grisham then walked. Odor went to third base on a fielder's choice. Fernando Tatis Jr. then hit a fly ball to right, not very deep. Thomas caught it and made what looked like a good throw to home plate as Odor came charging in from third base, but the throw was cut off by Nationals first baseman Dominic Smith. It looked like the wrong decision, quite frankly, because it looked like Odor 
would have been out at the plate had the throw went through, but the Padres would take it. Odor scored a sack fly RBI for Fernando Tatis Jr., and the Padres had a 4-3 lead. You Darvish pitched a scoreless bottom of the sixth inning. The final line for you, six innings, three earned runs given up, six hits allowed. He walked one, struck out four on 90 pitches. More on his outing coming up later. In the seventh inning, it was the former national Juan Soto who led off. One and one to Soto. Juan hits this one in the air to deep right center field. Call goes back, looking up, gonna go! Welcome back, Juan Soto. Team leading ninth home run of the year, his third hit of the night, and the Padres extend the lead. It's five to three. Padres weren't done. Xander Bogart singled. Jake Cronenworth was next. Here's the 0-1 pitch. Cronenworth hits one in the air. Deep to right field. Thomas backing up, trying to measure it at the wall. Turns around, and it is either off the top of the wall or just over the fence. Bogarts ends up stopping at third. Cronenworth into second with a double. Boy, I sure thought it got over the metal railing that is on top of the green padded wall. This is a crew chief review potential home run. Call on the field is reversed. It's a home run. There you go. So that's that was one of the ones I was looking at. I, I think the, the metal railing is actually a little bit behind. And so the ball hitting on top of the green padding coming back out onto the field is a home run. So it's a two-run shot for Cronenworth. And all of a sudden, thanks to two more homers here in the seventh inning, the Padres now lead 7-3. to three. Jake Cronenworth with a review-aided home run, and the Padres had a 7-3 lead. Tim Hill pitched a 1-2-3 frame in the bottom half of the seventh inning. Nick Martinez allowed an infield single and an RBI double in the bottom half of the eighth inning. That made it a 7-4 game. Josh Hader entered for the save opportunity in the ninth inning, a three-run lead to work with. He got the first out, allowed a one-out single to Dominic Smith, struck out Alex Call. The, le- the game was left up to C.J. Abrams. Hader will fire. The ball is popped up. Left side of the infield. Bogarts comes in from shortstop just in front of the infield grass. He'll make the two-handed catch, and the ball game is over. Padres have won their second straight as the road trip is off to a fine start. A 7-4 win over the Nationals here tonight. Josh Hader picks up his 12th save of the season. Yu Darvish improves to 3-3. Three and three. Erasmo Ramirez took the loss. He drops to 2-2. Two and two. And the Padres begin, like Jesse said, this nine-game road trip on a high note. The final score, San Diego 7 and Washington 4. Padres now 22-26 and 26 on the year. The Nationals 20-28. and 28, And the Padres have won two in a row. Much more to get to on our post-game show. When we come back, we'll hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Plus, coming up in just a little bit, we'll start taking your phone calls, reading your tweets, your Instagram messages, all that good stuff to come. Phone number, as always, 833-288-0973. Again, the phone number, 833-288-0973. Tweeted us at 97.3 The Fan SD or on my Twitter, Sammy Lev, S A M M Y L E V. You can also send me a message on Instagram, as always, at Sammy Lev there as well. Let me know you what you thought about this game, what you liked. If you didn't like something, I uh, would love to hear your feedback. Might just read your comments on the air. But a good one here tonight for the Padres, the Padres 7, the Nationals 4. Our postgame coverage continues after this on the Padres Radio Network. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! 
Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score, the Padres 7 and the Nationals 4 as the Padres take their series opener in Washington, D.C. Again, the final total, 7 runs, 12 hits, no errors for the Padres. 4 runs, 9 hits, no errors for the Nationals. Sam Levitt back with you inside our Padres Radio Network studios. Great to have you with us on this Tuesday evening. One thing you'd point at in this game that you didn't love, the 0 for 9 with runners in scoring position, but I'll tell you what. If the Padres can score seven runs, knock out 12 hits, four home runs on most nights, I don't really care what they do with runners in scoring positions. So right now it's about A, offense in general, no matter what the Padres do with runners in scoring position, and B, and maybe most importantly, this probably should have been A, Getting wins, however you can get them. The Padres now four games below 500, but take a step in the right direction towards that 500 mark with a 7-4 win here today. We'll have post-game reaction from you, Darvish in just a little bit, so stay tuned for that. We'll also take your phone calls, 833-288-0973. The phone number, 833-288-0973. Give out some of our nightly awards, out-of-town scoreboard, all that good stuff still to come on our post-game coverage. But let's go back to Washington, hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin after tonight's win. Let's take a trip down to the Padres Clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sin Lee Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sin Lee Food, 4665 El Cajon Boulevard, the Cook's Asian resource. Bob runs early, runs late. How nice was it to see the offense come to life? Yeah, some crooked numbers. You know, obviously in the first was huge, you know, with the homer there, kind of playing off. Scoring a few runs the last game, um, and then getting some couple runs in fourth and sixth. Then obviously this, the seventh inning was big for us. So you know, we're capable of doing these things, and it's good to see us backing up two games in a row. And not that you wanted it, but it turned out to be a little bit of a tester with the tie game. Nice to see the offense come back and respond. Yeah, I mean we we need to, you know we need to do that. We put a lot of pressure on the pitch in here, so um, time to hold up that end of the bargain. Couple of mistakes by you in that one inning, but overall, what'd you think of his outing today? Uh, really good. Again, he was rolling. It was almost, you know, it, when he gave up the the three runs, it was it was unexpected. You know, when he starts rolling like that, like he did through the first four, you know, gave up a couple of you know long fly balls after that. But again, pitches six innings, three runs, wins a game. That's what he does. What does it say about Juan coming into this sort of environment? A lot of emotion for him coming back to this ballpark, but he harnesses it and has a great night. Yeah, I mean, I, I asked him if that was his first homer here after he hit that home <laughs> run, but, you know, he's, look, he, he's, he just loves playing. He loves playing here. You know, the fans give him a great reception, rightly so. Um, probably a little bit more playing here for him than anywhere else. You'll trade uh, four home runs for hits with runners in scoring position? I just looked at that. I noticed that. Um, yeah. You know, we had some homers. They're in scoring position where they're home plate, right? What have you noticed about Juan's kind of 
his ability to rise to the moment. He's always seemed to done that throughout his career. He did it last year in the playoffs. He right. comes back here and does what he did today. Does he like savor these kind of moments more? I, you know, it's a better question for him. But it certainly feels like that. And watching him through his career, you know, big home runs, World Series, you know, at a young age, all those type of things would suggest, yeah, for sure. Another nice night by the bullpen. Their streak does get cut, but how effective have they been lately? They, they've been great. I mean, look, they, you know, whether we're down, whether we're ahead, they, you know, give us a chance to win and, and hold it down when we are ahead. So um, we continue to, you look at our pitching numbers as a whole, we've gotten a lot better here recently, and, you know, the bullpen has a lot to do with it. You got a chance to uh, manage those two young guys for the nap that the Nationals have. Can you just talk about the future you see for CJ and McKenzie? Uh, they have really bright futures. As you saw with, you know, CJ today, he's a shortstop with power. He's got speed. You know, he's still at a young age. He looks very confident out there. He's always been a real confident player. I think that's one of his best attributes is, you know, he always thinks he's going to get a hit. He always thinks he's going to make a play. And um, and then, you know, Mac, from, look, watching him from the other side is pretty good. So, you know, we were luck, lucky to get him on the run early there and get the home run off him. But, you know, he's got strikeout stuff. Hearing the guys, you know, talk about, you know, how his stuff plays when they come back. Fastball's on you. It's on top of you. It's top of the zone. Good extension. And obviously has two good breaking pitches. They're, they're both going to be really good players. That was Padres manager Bob Melvin from Washington following this 7-4 win against the Washington Nationals. And you heard Bob Melvin talk about Juan Soto, talk about C.J. Abrams, and, of course, Mackenzie Gore involved in this game as well, the starting pitcher for the Washington Nationals. So, really, those three players had their fingerprints all over this game here tonight, all of them obviously part of that trade. Last summer for Juan Soto, he had a terrific game, three hits, Two runs scored, including a home run, a stolen base, a walk for Juan Soto, a very good game for him in his old home as he continues for the most part over the last few weeks to really show some excellent signs of becoming that hitter that uh, the Padres hope they had traded for and obviously has had his struggles. But in an overall sense, even though we we detailed in the pregame show in the last week or so, it hadn't been as good for Juan Soto. But uh, this game here today did some great things. A couple of singles, the home run in the seventh inning. Mackenzie Gore goes four and two-thirds innings for the Nationals. Three earned runs given up. The Padres did a wonderful job in this game, making Mackenzie Gore work early in the game. Gore threw over 50 pitches in the first two innings of this game, and that ended up being a significant part of this game because the Padres would get to the Nationals' bullpen. Rosmo Ramirez giving up the run in the sixth inning, then three runs in the seventh inning on the two home runs to Soto and Cronenworth. And again, the Padres, seven runs on 12 hits. You'll take that. You heard Bob Melvin mention what we mentioned right before we went to Bob Melvin, 0 for 9 with runners in scoring position, but... Here tonight, we won't worry too much about that. You would still like to see the Padres do better in those opportunities. But like I said to somebody on Twitter a little bit earlier, I mean, I I really don't care what they do with runners in scoring position if they score seven runs on 12 hits and hit home runs because the truth is, while the runners in scoring position number has been an issue now for a while, we all know that, as long as the Padres score runs and win games, You'll take it, and that's what the Padres did here in this game tonight. 
When we come back in our post-game show, we'll hear from Padres starting pitcher Yu Darvish. We'll also give out some of our nightly awards and take you around the out-of-town scoreboard. Much more to come, your phone calls and more. Again, the phone number, if you want to get involved, 833-288-0973. Phone number is always 833-288-0973. Already have a couple of calls coming in, so hang with us for a little bit. We'll get to those phone calls coming up a little bit later. Padres win at 7-4 over the Washington Nationals. Our post-game show continues when we come back on the Padres Radio Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Post-game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score in Washington, D.C. Padres 7 and the Nationals 4. Sam Levitt with you inside our San Diego studios. Great to have you with us on this Tuesday evening as the Padres win their second straight game. First time the Padres have won back-to-back games since May 3rd and May 5th. And the Padres did a little bit of everything here tonight. Seven runs on 12 hits, four home runs. Very good pitching for the Padres as well. Speaking of pitching, let's tell you about our ace pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was dealing today? Let's find out who's today's ace pitcher of the game. Brought to you by The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. From Traeger and Weber to the Big Green Egg. All your grilling and barbecue needs are inside The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. Our ace pitcher of the game here tonight, you Darvish. Six innings, three earned runs given up, six hits, walked one, struck out four, 90 pitches, really had one hiccup in this outing, came in the fifth inning on the back-to-back home runs, the two-run shot by C.J. Abrams in the fifth, and then the game-tying solo home run by Lane Thomas in that inning, tied the game at three. But aside from that, Yu Darvish was very, very good in this ball game here today, and that's why Yu Darvish is our ace pitcher of the game couple of notes on you, Darvish. Before we hear from you, we'll go back to Washington and hear a post-game reaction from you, Darvish, in a moment. But just a couple of notes on his outing here tonight. With the outing, you, Darvish, has now tossed at least five or more innings in 37 consecutive starts going back, uh, going back to April of last season. I believe it's April 17th. Let me double-check that. Yep, April 17th against Atlanta. So he has pitched again. Five or more innings and 37 consecutive starts going back to April 17th, 2022. It's the second longest streak of that in Padres history of five or more innings since Bruce Hurst did it for the Padres in 43 straight games. And how about this? 28 of the 37 starts have been quality outings. So really it matches what we know about you, Darvish, and the eye test, what we've watched from you, Darvish, just a remarkable amount of of consistency and he continues to be very very consistent in a lot of ways I thought tonight's outing from you was and I feel like I say this almost every time you Darvish takes the mound 
But tonight was a classic U Darvish type of outing in the sense of he gets off to a really good start. You know, sometimes he'll have trouble early, but then settle in. Tonight, got off to a really good start, four scoreless innings, then runs into trouble in the fifth inning, gives up the three runs, but settles things down in the sixth inning. And again, it just seems like with you, when he does give up runs, he has the ability to limit damage. That is one of you, Darvish's greatest strengths in my mind. Not just the the ability to be dominant and be consistent, which we know he's done, but when he gets in trouble, when he allows runs, he just finds a way to limit damage. And that's what you Darvish did again in this ball game here tonight. Darvish picks up his third win of the season. Let's go back to Nationals Park in Washington, D.C. And here's some post-game reaction from you Darvish inside the Padres Clubhouse. You bounced, uh, you bounced back. Mm-hmm. How'd you feel tonight? Uh, felt physically good, really good tonight. And, you know, mentally I felt like I was really in the game. So all in all, I think it was a really good night. What did you think of the pitch to Abrams? That he, the pitch to Abrams that he... I don't think it was the uh, I think it was the right pitch um, you know he's not the best at you know spins so you know that was you know my thinking so I wanted to go with the spin but I guess it did catch a little bit too middle so but you know um, that was a pitch I wanted to throw and uh, he put a good swing on it You've been doing this for a long time. What have you learned about, like, kind of when you're cruising for as long as you are and then you get kind of hit for a couple of batters? What have you learned about what it takes to just bounce back and get back in the zone right away? Yeah, I mean, you flip the page. I mean, you know, these things happen and um, you give up runs here and there, but, you know, um, you turn the page and you just come back strong so yeah it's good that I was able to come back strong after that inning where did that where did that line drive get you and it seemed like it didn't bother you at all but uh, right here is... <laughs> and then also uh, Dominic Smith hit the line drive to center field hit my wrist too so twice today oh it did oh, lucky day lucky day but it was the wrist mm-hmm. yeah okay I know you didn't get to watch him much tonight but you spent some time with McKenzie and watched him last mm-hmm. year what do you think of his uh, his future mm-hmm. Wish him the best. Um, I mean, he was throwing 99, uh, good heater. I mean, we were talking about in the dug- guys were talking in the dugout how how his um, pitches were really good. So um, I think I think the future is bright for him. You had good focus tonight. I feel like you always have good focus. Are there certain nights where it's not as strong for you, and is it a struggle from the beginning of the game, or just something that just kind of clicks in on certain pitches? Yeah, no, there, there are games like the previous game, you, you know, you, you lack a little bit of concentration, uh, more so than you want to. Um, but today, you know, I felt like I was in there from the game, you know, from the get go. And probably I, uh, you know, I had a good night, a real good night's sleep last night. So maybe that helped. 
That was you, Darvish, from inside the Padres clubhouse after this 7-4 win against the Washington Nationals. And you, Darvish, at the end there, talking about his sleep last night. Got a good night's rest. That always helps. And you, Darvish, had a solid outing here today. Six innings, three runs given up. And that was you, Darvish, again, alongside translator Shingo Hori, uh, who was inside the Padres clubhouse uh, translating as well. A big thank you, as always, to Shingo. And you, Darvish, picking up his third win of the season, like we said. Solid outing, wasn't perfect. Gave up the back-to-back home runs to former Padre C.J. Abrams and Lane Thomas in the fifth inning to tie the game at three. But the Padres again responding in the sixth inning with a run and then three in the seventh inning on the home runs by Juan Soto and Jake Cronenworth. Really a number of ways we could go for player of the game here tonight. Let's find out, though, who it is. Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Pints. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit valleyviewcasino.com today. One and one to Soto. Juan hits this one in the air to deep right center field. Call goes back. Looking up. Gonna go. Welcome back, Juan Soto. Team leading ninth home run of the year, his third hit of the night, and the Padres extend the lead. It's 5-3. to three. Our player of the game in his return to Washington, D.C., Juan Soto, three hits, including that home run. Like Jesse said, his ninth home run of the season made it a 5-3 game, a big night for Juan Soto, two singles, the home run, two runs scored, a stolen base, a walk as well. Juan Soto, our player of the game, very, very well-deserving here tonight in his return to Washington, D.C. We heard from Juan before the game, talk about his time with the Nationals, talk about winning a World Series in 2019. It was uh, some really good stuff, I thought, from Juan Soto earlier in our pregame. And Juan Soto went out there here tonight, and he did the job leading the Padres to a 7-4 win at Nationals Park. Let's go back to Washington now. Hear some postgame reaction from Juan Soto inside the Padres clubhouse. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, I told them in, in, in every spot, uh, we, we, we came back and forth the whole game. Like, we were right there the whole game, going back and forth, even when I'm on deck. Uh, and why asked me for if I if I want a bunt and stuff like that. I told him not. <laughs> and he just, he's just great to see that. Did you really tell someone you were going to home before the game? Yeah, I did. Yeah? Who? Him white. I tell him, I'm going to hit a homer and look at him. You've been doing this for, uh, like, you're hitting well now, not just here, but for the past few months, the past few weeks. Just what do you kind of attribute to kind of your rise? I mean, my swing feels very well. Uh, I've been working a lot on it. Uh, it feels pretty good so far. Uh, it, it seems like I've been working on the right thing. Um, I just clicked one more thing today and it feels great. And I just went out there and tried to work on it and it, it, it really works. What one more thing did you click today? That's it, man. Mm-hmm. You gotta keep it quiet. <laughs> Juan, you said, uh, you said it would feel emotional again. Did it feel like similar to last summer or did it feel different tonight at all? Well, just jogging out the field. It was a little different, you know. Uh, definitely last year was a little bit more emotional. This year was, you know, emotional, but uh, it was more like happy. Like, I feel more happy instead of being sad. Uh, 
being traded or anything like that. So I was more excited to be out there and play for those fans instead of feel sad of I get traded. You were, you were on a team here, obviously, that, that started slow, won the World Series. You talked a little bit about that before the game, but what lessons can be taken from, can you take from that team that like could apply similarly with, I mean, you guys aren't off to the same start as, as that team was, but going forward, what can this team take that... I, I told them like we, we gotta play we gotta play as a team we we gotta forget about uh, like personal numbers and personal stats we just we just gotta go out there and play we gotta play for the for the name that you have in front instead of the name you have in the back uh, that's what it takes us all the way to the end uh, we just came here it's like 2019 it feels like you want to come to the ballpark not because you playing the game you love it's more because you're gonna have fun either way. You're winning, you're losing, but you're gonna have fun. And that's what it takes when you play team game and you just forget about everything else and you just come over to have fun and play good baseball. Have you used just go one and know it all? Have you used just go one and know it at all? No, not yet. <laughs> but uh, definitely, it's, it's, it's how it is. You just gotta come every day to the ballpark. It's a new day, it's a new opportunity to play. and. You just gotta go out there and try to have fun. You never know how long you're gonna be here for, and you don't know when when is gonna be your last time in that boat and that field. So you just gotta go out there and enjoy as much as you can. That was Juan Soto from inside the Padres clubhouse earlier tonight after this 7-4 win. Soto with the home run that apparently told somebody that he was going to hit a home run here tonight. I have to go back and listen. I couldn't quite make out on the first listen who Juan Soto told that uh, he would hit a home run in this game here tonight. But, uh, hey, he was right. And then I think it was A.J. Casavelle of MLB.com who asked Juan Soto what was the thing that clicked for him and a very secretive Juan Soto saying, I can't tell you that. You know what? I think Padres fans, they're okay with that. They're okay with a secretive Juan Soto. If it means three hits and a home run and uh, everything he's been doing over the course of the last few weeks, Juan, have as many secrets as you would like about how you're uh, turning things around. As Juan Soto, again, our player of the game, great post-game reaction from Juan Soto there. We'll step aside, come back with much more. We have to tell you about our relief pitcher of the game. We'll have a very full look at the out-of-town scoreboard coming up. We'll also start taking your phone calls when we come back. We do have some people that have been waiting on hold for a while, so I promise we are going to get some of your phone calls when we come back. Phone number 833-288-0973. Again, the phone number 833-288-0973. If you want to get involved, the final Padres 7 Nationals 4. Our postgame coverage continues when we come back on the Padres Radio Network. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score in Washington here tonight. The Padres 7 and the Nationals 4. Padres improved to 22 and 26. Nationals dropped to 20 and 28. The Padres getting a big performance from you, Darvish, who uh, 
deals a quality start. Six innings, three earned runs given up, did give up back-to-back home runs that tied the game at three after the Padres had a 3-0 lead, but the Padres responding beautifully with a run in the sixth inning and three runs in the seventh inning. Padres hit four home runs in this game, one by Xander Bogarts, his seventh, one by Jay Cronenworth, his fifth, one by Juan Soto, his ninth, and one by Brandon Dixon, his first of the season, his first since 2019 as the Padres get a very nice 7-4 win, their second consecutive win, and now they'll go for three games in a row tomorrow in Washington, D.C. We'll take your phone calls coming up here in a moment, 833-288-0973, the phone number. Again, 833-288-0973. If you want to get involved on social media, you can do that by tweeting at me at 973thefansd or on my Twitter, Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. Instagram messages uh, available as well, Sammy Lev there, S-A-M-M-Y. L-E-V. We'll get to some of your tweets and your messages and your phone calls coming up here in just a moment. First, let's tell you about our relief pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut? It's time for the relief pitcher of the game in support of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank, providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit SanDiegoFoodBank.org. Our relief pitcher of the game here tonight certainly could go with Josh Hader, who picked up his 12th save of the season, lowered his ERA to below one. But I will give it to Tim Hill here tonight for two reasons. Number one, a 1-2-3 inning in the seventh, but also for this. Not only was it 1-2-3, but at that point, the Padres had just scored three runs in the top of the seventh inning on the home runs by Soto And Cronenworth went from a 4-3 lead to a 7-3 lead. What you're looking for in that seventh inning right after that is a guy throwing strikes, which Hill did, 16 pitches, 11 strikes, and you're looking for outs. And Tim Hill had a 1-2-3 inning. So to me, that's why Tim Hill is our relief pitcher of the game. We'll have a full look at the out-of-town scoreboard coming up here in just a matter of minutes, so stay tuned for that as we wrap things up on our post-game show. Padres win it 7-4 over the Nationals, but let's go to the phones, 833-288-0973. The phone number to call, as always, we begin tonight with Gonzo, who's calling in from Ocean Beach. Hi, Gonzo. Welcome to the Padres post-game show with Sam Levitt. How are you? I'm doing all right. Sammy, my boy, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing well, Gonzo. How are things going in uh, Ocean Beach? A lot better after today's W. <laughs> um, a, a couple of things that you already hit in the last segment. I was going to say uh, you spent a lot of time in Texas with Mackenzie Gore. Were you expecting that from him? Like as a, a getting some hits and kind of putting him under pressure? And the pregame thing with Soto, he hmm. did say he was going to hit a home run. <laughs> <laughs> and he did call that one. Yeah, that was that was cool uh, to hear from Juan Soto that uh, he told people he was going to hit a home run before the game, and he did. Uh, you love that from Juan Soto. Gonzo, appreciate the call. To to answer your, uh, your question on Mackenzie Gore, you know, I don't know what I expected tonight as far as the Padres doing damage against Mackenzie. They did a good job against him, and, and first and foremost – even forgetting the home run by Bogarts and the home run by Dixon in the fourth inning, 
What they did do was make McKenzie really work in this game. He threw more than 50 pitches in the first two innings, and they got him out of the game by, you know, uh, the the middle of the fifth inning. Uh, He only went four and two-thirds in this game through 103 pitches. So the Padres did a really good job simply making McKenzie Gore work and getting into that Nationals bullpen. Uh, Look, what, what did I expect here tonight? I don't know if I had a real prediction as far as what the Padres would do. I certainly expected that McKenzie would be ready for this outing. It's something I talked about in the pregame. I've known McKenzie now going back to 2019, and I know he's a fierce competitor. It's part of the reason why he was the prospect he was with the Padres, a fierce competitor, immensely talented. Um, He's got everything, Mackenzie Gore. And and I say this even after the trade with Washington. He's got everything to be a front-of-the-line starter. I've thought that going back to 2019. I still think it now. He's 24 years old, and he's had a pretty good start to the year with Washington. So I, I certainly expected Mackenzie Gore to, you know, really be up for this start against his old team and be the Mackenzie Gore we know, which is solid and a fierce competitor. And, uh, you know, it seemed like he was that way here tonight. Padres did a good job against him, making him work and doing some damage, hitting some home runs and getting his pitch count up, ultimately driving him out of the game. But uh, it was it was good to see McKenzie on the mound here tonight. I'm, I'm really happy for him. Um, you know, that he's starting every five days, that he's healthy. And, uh, you know, look, I uh, wish, uh, wish McKenzie absolutely nothing but the best uh, in his career and uh, with the Washington Nationals, no doubt about that. And uh, Gonzo, again, appreciate the call. And, um, you know, uh, we, we we played that clip uh, with uh, McKenzie and I, an interview we did in, in AA Amarillo in 2019 during the pregame show, and it was just really cool to hear that again and hear McKenzie talk about the way he conducts himself uh, inside the lines and the kind of competitor he was. It was uh, really cool. I, you know, I think McKenzie's going to have a, a really, really, really good major league career. But, of course, if you're a Padres fan, uh, you wanted to hit McKenzie here tonight, and the Padres uh, did do that with a couple of home runs. And, and, again, I thought what was really impressive is that they really were patient and made McKenzie Gore work. Let's go to Malachi, who's calling in from San Diego. Hi, Malachi. How are you? I'm doing great, thanks. How are you? I'm doing well. What I'm excited about this evening is the top of the sixth in particular. I, I think we see small ball active in a way that we haven't seen very frequently in the last couple of weeks of Padres play. I credit Melvin for that. We got Nola throwing down a butt. We got a stolen base. And I think as a psychological response to the tie game that is encountered in the, in the middle of the game tonight, this was, this was a phenomenal response to a shaky psychology and empowering the team to power through and put a win on the board. I think you make a great yeah. I think you make a great point, Malachi. Uh, I totally agree with you about the sixth inning for for two reasons, and you really touched on both. Number one, the fact that after the Nationals tied the game in the fifth, they responded right away. But I'm with you. The way they responded was impressive, and I like the small ball aspect to it. I mean, credit to Rugnet Odor. He made a major impact on this game for the second consecutive game, right? Um, had the single, the pinch hit single to begin that inning, the walk to Grisham, goes to third base on the fielder's choice, and then Tatis drives him in. And just like that, after what was a a deflating bottom of the fifth inning, Padres have the lead right back, and then uh, the three runs in the seventh inning. So 
I'm with you, uh, Malachi. I thought the sixth inning was really important in this game, and I also like the way the Padres got it done with the offensive struggles, the struggles with runners in scoring position. I have no problem with the Padres focusing on small ball tactics and getting runners over and getting runners in because I think right now any way this offense has to get it done uh, they just need to find ways to score runs and get wins, and, and really that's what they did here tonight. Thank you very much. All right, that's Malachi calling in. Thank you very much for the phone call and for listening. Malachi is, again, the Padres win it by a final score of 7-4 over the Washington Nationals here tonight. Let's take a look at who went deep today around the major leagues. Which players went deep tonight? This is our MLB Home Run Tally, presented by Mr. Moto Pizza, bringing back the old New York pizzeria experience with fresh, funky, thin crest gourmet pies and the original stuffed knots. With eight locations in San Diego, find your favorite at MrMotoPizza.com. We take a look at our Home Run Tally. At the moment, 39 home runs. Hit around the major leagues. Here we go. For Arizona, Gabriel Moreno, his second home run. For Baltimore, Cedric Mullins and Gunnar Henderson hit home runs. For the Cubs, Seiya Suzuki hit his sixth. Matt Mervis is second. Christopher Morrell his ninth. For the White Sox, Yasmani Grandal hit his fourth. For Cincinnati, the first home run of the year for Matt McClain. For Cleveland, Will Brennan hit his second. For the Angels, Mickey Moniak hit his fourth. And Matt Tice. Tice? Tice. I'm going to be honest. I'm not quite sure. Well, he hit his second. We're going to do some research on that one after the game. For the Dodgers, Jason Hayward, his fifth home run. J.D. Martinez hit his ninth. For Miami, Jorge Soler hit his 13th. Garrett Cooper also went deep. For the Brewers, Joey Weimer and Owen Miller hit home runs. For Minnesota, Byron Buxton hit his 10th. Michael A. Taylor hit his 6th. For the Mets, Pete Alonso hitting a lot of home runs lately. Hit his 18th for the Mets, a solo home run. For the Yankees, Harrison Bader hit his 5th. Aaron Judge hit his 14th, the home run that tied the game in the ninth inning for the New York Yankees. More on that game coming up in a moment. For the Giants, Michael Conforto, his 10th home run. For Seattle, J.P. Crawford, Ty France hit home runs. For St. Louis, Paul Goldschmidt hit two, his 8th and his ninth. For Tampa Bay, Isaac Paredes, his 7th home run. For Texas, Josh Young, his 11th. For Toronto, four, four players went deep, and they had a big offensive day. More on that in a second. George Springer, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Matt Chapman, and Danny Jansen went deep for Toronto. And in this game, between the Padres and Nationals, C.J. Abrams is 5th, Lane Thomas is 7th, and for the Padres, Xander Bogarts is 7th, Brandon Dixon is 1st, Juan Soto is ninth, and Jake Cronenworth hit his 5th home run of the season. And that's a look at the home run tally on this Tuesday in the major leagues. We told you about the home runs. Now let's take a full look at what went down in the major leagues here tonight. Let's go around Major League Baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across the country. This is the Out of Town Scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Locally produced in San Diego since 1958. We take a, a full look at the out-of-town scoreboard here tonight. In Cleveland, the White Sox beat the Guardians 4-2. Yasmani Grandal, the solo home run in that one for the White Sox. Roman Gonzalez, a go-ahead two-run double in that game for Chicago. For the Rangers, they won 6-1 over Pittsburgh. Josh Young, a two-run single in that game, also 
had a home run. Corey Seager also had an RBI base hit for Texas. Rangers are playing really well in the first quarter plus now of this season. St. Louis beating Cincinnati 8-5 in Cincinnati. Paul Goldschmidt, like we told you, two home runs for the Cardinals. Tommy Edmond also had a two-run triple in that game. The Blue Jays beating Tampa Bay 20-1. 20-1 over Tampa Bay. They're like the best team in baseball. What's going on? Vladimir Guerrero Jr., a grand slam in a nine-run ninth inning. So the Blue Jays had a big lead, and then they poured it on. Toronto scoring those 20 runs on 27 hits. Always a good day when you have 27 hits. Arizona beats Philadelphia in Philly 4-3. Gabriel Moreno, a two-run home run in that game. Cattell Marte also had an RBI triple. Yankees came back to beat the Baltimore Orioles 6-5. Aaron Judge... A game-tying solo home run in the ninth inning of that game. Anthony Volpe, a walk-off sacrifice fly in the 10th inning as the Yankees win it 6-5 over the Orioles. The Dodgers beat the Braves 8-1 in Atlanta. Will Smith, a two-run double in that game. G.D. Martinez had a three-run home run in that game. Jason Hayward also had a home run for L.A. Kansas City beat Detroit 4-1 in Kansas City. Michael Massey, Edward Olivares had a couple of RBI base hits in that game. Cubs beat the Mets 7-2 at Wrigley Field. Seiya Suzuki, a solo home run. Matt Mervis, a two-run home run as well. Giants beat the Twins 4-3 in Minnesota. Michael Conforto, a go-ahead two-run home run in the seventh inning of that one. Brewers beat the Astros 6-0 in Milwaukee. Joey Weimer, a solo home run in that game. Owen Miller also had a home run. Brian Anderson, a two-run double. Double for the Brew Crew. Rockies beat the Marlins 5-4 in Colorado. Charlie Blackman, RBI double. Randall Grichik, a two-run single for Colorado in that game. Angels beat the Red Sox 2-0 in Anaheim. Mickey Moniak, a solo home run in that game, like we said earlier. And we do have one game still going on. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. That Angels-Red Sox game, that is not final. That's still in progress. 2-0 the Angels leading in the seventh inning. My mistake. Mariners beating the A's 3-2 in Seattle in the sixth inning. J.P. Crawford, a two-run home run in that game. Ty France broke a 2-2 tie with a solo home run in the fifth inning. And again, Seattle 3, Oakland 2 in the sixth inning in Seattle. And that's look the out-of-town scoreboard in its entirety on this Tuesday evening, fantastic job by Frank Marchese with the help on the home run tally and the out-of-town scoreboard. Again, the final score here tonight, Padres 7, Nationals 4. We'll have more on uh, the next game for the Padres in just a moment. Get you ready for the game tomorrow, the middle game of this three-game series as the Padres again Uh, Ridley did a good job in this game in a number of different respects, so we'll tell you about the pitching matchup tomorrow. Before we go, let's just recap and break down some of the really good things about this game for the San Diego Padres as they win their second consecutive game. First time Padres have won two straight games since May 3rd and May 5th. Padres did a great job here tonight making Mackenzie Gore work early, not just hitting the home runs, the two-run home run by Bogarts in the first inning, the solo home run by Brandon Dixon in the fourth inning to make it 3-0, but they made Mackenzie Gore throw more than 50 pitches in the opening two innings, and that ended up being significant because the Padres got into the Nationals' bullpen early, 
Mackenzie Gore came out in the fifth inning, and then the Padres end up scoring four against Erasmo Ramirez. So that was significant in this game. Padres were patient, but when they pounced, they did damage against Mackenzie Gore. So that was really good to see. There were also a couple of elements in this game. You know, when the Padres have not been winning, and it's been a rough few weeks, we know that. It just seems like, in a lot of cases, little things are not going their way, or quote-unquote breaks are not going their way. There were two moments here tonight where you felt like that turned around. Number one, the cutoff in the sixth inning with the game tied at three. Sack fly by Fernando Tatis Jr. Rugnet Odor racing in from third base. The throw from Lane Thomas in right field was a really good one. And Dominic Smith cut it off. If that throw goes through, I looked at the replay a couple of times. I got to tell you, I think Odor is out at home plate, and I don't know that it's really all that close. If it's caught cleanly and the tag is applied cleanly, I think Odor's out. So the Padres got really lucky on that play that Smith made a mistake and cut off that ball. Padres took a 4-3 lead in that sixth inning and never looked back. The other moment where they were really fortunate was the home run by Jake Cronenworth in the seventh inning, a ball that it was hard to tell in the replay, looked like it may have hit that metal uh, uh, fencing railing beyond the right field fence, and the umpires took a look at it. I'll be honest with you, sitting here in the studio, um, I thought it might end up being a double, but on review, they called it a home run. Padres got fortunate in that sense that A, it landed the way it did, and B, the umpire saw it the way they did on the replay and ended up making it a a 5-3 game, go to a 7-3 game. So, again, those were just two moments here tonight where the Padres had breaks go their way, right? Where it seems like the last couple of weeks that has just not been the case. Another thing I really liked in this game, the response by the Padres. A 3-0 game. Heading into the fifth inning, in the blink of an eye, the game was tied at three. Hugh Darvish is cruising, then all of a sudden, runner on base, the nine batter, C.J. Abrams, hits a two-run home run. Lane Thomas, a solo home run, back-to-back, and it's a 3-3 game. But the Padres immediately in that sixth inning, we just talked about it with the caller, manufactured a run in the sixth inning, which was good to see, and then poured it on in the seventh inning with the two home runs from Soto and Cronenworth. I just love the way the Padres responded in this game. They showed a little bit of toughness and did it right away. Right after the game was tied, Padres took control of the game right back. I thought that was really, really, really good to see here tonight. Were the Padres good with runners in scoring position here tonight? No, they were not. It was once again an issue. Padres went 0 for 9 with runners in scoring position, which is not going to help that runners in scoring position team batting average, which we know is by far and away the lowest in the major leagues. But I'll say this, and I tweeted it at somebody earlier. If the Padres score seven runs on 12 hits and they hit home runs, they hit four here tonight, I don't really care, or I'm, I'm not going to harp on what they did with runners in scoring position at this point. We all know it's something that has to improve. I think we all understand that, but it's not just about runners in scoring position. It's about hitting in general and scoring runs in general because the Padres have not done that consistently, whether it's been by hitting home runs or hitting with runners in scoring position. It's about offense, scoring runs, and getting wins, and that's what they did here tonight. Would you like to see the Padres cash in when they have those runners in scoring position opportunities? Absolutely, but... 
again here tonight, it's it's just hard for me, and, and we've talked about it so much. It's just hard for me to get worked up about the runners in scoring position. Hopefully that's a number that improves in the days to come. But tonight, four home runs, 12 hits. They did the things they needed to do to get a win. So that's what I liked about that. The other uh, thing I'll say before we go and we wrap up here is, you know, Rugnet Odor had another significant impact on this game. After the four RBIs and the two doubles on Sunday, the pinch hit appearance in the sixth inning, a single, ends up going to third base with one out, scores the go-ahead run on the Fernando Tatis Jr. sacrifice fly. I mean, that was a really big hit in this game, was it not? It helped the Padres again take the lead back and take control back of this game. So I really liked what he did. And then, of course, you Darvish, six innings, three earned runs given up. We talked about it earlier this was, uh, you know, another example of you, Darvish, just having an ability to limit damage. And, you know, yes, he did give up the back-to-back home runs in the fifth inning. But you look at his outing, six innings, three earned runs given up. It was a quality outing for you. Another solid start and found his way through uh, another quality outing. So, uh, again, I liked what you, Darvish, did in this game. He had one hiccup in that fifth inning, but, you know, limited the damage to three runs through six innings. And if a starting pitcher gives you that on most nights, you're not going to complain. And, again, we said this stat earlier, and it really is remarkable. For you, Darvish, now that is now going back to April of last year. 37 consecutive starts of five innings or more. It's the second longest streak of that kind in Padres history. And 28 of those starts, of the 37, going back to April 17th of last season, have been quality outings. 28 of 37. The numbers match what you've seen with uh, with uh, you, Darvish. It matches the, the quality, the consistency, been really good for this team for for a long time now and uh you darvish again here tonight you look up and it's a quality outing six innings three earned runs given up padres win back-to-back games four games below 500 right now you're focused on that 500 record trying to get back there and then take things from there but hey you can only do that one game at a time and here tonight the padres got a solid win seven of four over the washington nationals Taking a look ahead to tomorrow's ball game, same time, same place, 4.05 p.m. first pitch tomorrow in Washington, D.C. Our pregame coverage will begin at 3.05 here on 97.3 The Fan and the Padres Radio Network. Padres faced a former first-round pick of theirs today in Mackenzie Gore on the other side. Tomorrow, they have another first-round pick of theirs on the mound in left-hander Ryan Weathers. So, Gore on the national side today. Weathers on the Padres side of things tomorrow. Ryan Weathers on the mound for the Padres. Right-hander Trevor Williams on the mound for the Washington Nationals. And again, first pitch at 4.05 p.m. Taking a look at the final totals in this ball game here tonight. For the Padres, seven runs, 12 hits, no errors. They left on 10. For the Nationals, four runs, nine hits, no errors. They left on five. Winning pitcher was Hugh Darvish, who improves to three and three. Losing pitcher was Erasmo Ramirez, who drops to two and two. The save goes to Josh Hader, his 12th of 2023. Time of game, three hours and five minutes, and the crowd at Nationals Park, 21,438. 
That'll do it for our post-game show here on the Padres Radio Network. As always, thank you for listening. Thank you for your tweets and your phone calls. As always, very much appreciate it. If you missed any of the show, you can listen back to it on the Inside San Diego Baseball Podcast. For our great studio coordinator, Frank Marchese, I'm Sam Levitt saying so long. The final score, the San Diego Padres 7 and the Washington Nationals 4. We'll talk to you tomorrow on the Padres Radio Network.